You're listening to the D-Win Legacy Podcast, brought to you by D-Souls Productions, LLC. This is the D-Win Legacy Podcast, where the focus is on the leadership of the man and the nurturing and power of the woman so that we can continue to set up a strong foundation for future generations. Wow, it was a beautiful day today. We reached a high of over 60 degrees. It was still kind of chilly in the shade, but overall it was a pretty good day. And you could just feel the tension in the air that people are so ready to break out. People wearing t-shirts and uh and I was sitting there thinking to myself, uh, is anybody gonna be wearing shorts today? And I was sitting there like, wait for it, wait for it, and there he was. It was a gentleman walking down the street with shorts on. Everybody's really ready to break out. It's understandable. Uh we have spring right around the corner. And like myself, I am so ready for some nice weather. This past week, I have been talking to my young boys, and they have been expressing themselves. I got little—I got a little mentorship going on, where I talk to my young men, and I notice when they approach me, it makes me laugh because. They'll walk up to me. And they don't even even have a chance to say hello. What's up D? What's going on? They just start pouring it out. And they are dealing with so many different issues in regards to their relationships and marriages. And they have to get to a point where they have to talk to someone so they can express themselves and I laugh sometimes because there are some times when even I want to vent you know but my young men they vent and sometimes they be like alright man you know I'll, I'll get back with you take it easy I'd be like, damn. I wanted to vent too. <laughs> I'm like, damn, I ain't, I ain't even get my turn. You know what I mean? <laughs> but they are, they, they are dealing with such mental trauma and stress right now. I understand. 
and I try to do the best I can. I'm not some expert or anything of that nature. I talk to them based off my own experiences. I watch a show on YouTube. It's called the Zoe Williams Show. Go check it out. This this brother is very, very intelligent. And he deals with the issues uh, in regards to relationships. He talks, about, he talks about a whole lot of different topics, but he really goes deep into talking about relationships. And he did a past show in regards to, it was called Relationship Currency. And what's in a more what's a more important currency within a relationship? Like when we hear the word currency, we automatically think about money. But there are other things within a relationship that are also considered currency, something that's of value. And he had a gentleman on there. His name Dr. Mark Goldston. I hope I'm saying his name right. And he says something that blew my mind. Zoe Williams asked him to give him a couple definitions of what are those other important currencies within a relationship. And he talked about how when people get involved in a relationship he used the word create and he said the C stood for chemistry he said the R stood for respect he said the E stood for enjoyment the A stood for acceptance the T stood for trust and the E stood for empathy and when I heard him say this it it just opened my mind up to a whole different path and avenue in the way I'm looking at relationships it was a mind blower and it really stuck with me in regards to me talking about building your creative spirit. But I really didn't have a grasp on the creation of what you need to create when it comes to relationships. We're back with another episode of the D-Win Legacy Podcast. And today's episode, today's topic, I'll call this one 
the relationship gauntlet. It's not a surprise how so many people are having trouble relationships. What I've learned based on my own experience is the reason why relationships are so hard is because we're being conditioned to fail in relationships. If you really think about it, relationships are really quite simple. Do you know why relationships have become so difficult to deal with? Because the people that end up in a toxic relationship love to indulge in what I call intimate chaos. Now, if we would just be upfront and honest and be who we truly are, you will find yourself in a better place in regards to dealing with relationships. A lot of us would save ourselves from a lot of unnecessary frustration and wasted time. We rather put on this display that's not sincere, not being honest about our true intentions, putting on this fake persona. People can tell when you're being fake, but what's disturbing is you will see where a person knows they're being lied to, but they will still go along for all the wrong reasons. But then later have the nerve to complain about being in a bad relationship that results into a bad marriage. Never understood that if you're in a bad relationship, why people think, oh, if we get married, that'll make things right. (laughs) No. Now, like I said, I'm telling you this based off my own experience. Does that make what I say right or correct? No, but it will be something that you can relate to. Now, let's talk about accountability. Holding people accountable is key when you start the initial engagement. This could be in business and relationships. And (laughs) when you meet someone for the first time, you must enter your mindset and they must go through the relationship gauntlet. After the sweet talk and the exchange of information, if you happen to even get to that point, you must go into defense mode and protect yourself at all times. It's like boxing, you know what I mean? And I'm going to say this up front to all men and women, especially in this pathetic dating world we currently live in. If you only have the intentions of sleeping with someone or sleeping with as many people as you can, you're what I call a high risk dumbass. You're playing a dangerous game and you truly don't have any respect for yourself. Now, this is just my opinion, but I feel it's important that we get back to building strong relationships that truly have meaning and serves a purpose. I know that sounds corny. 
everybody's all about smashing, right? But don't worry, you'll thank me later. So, what exactly is the relationship gauntlet? The kind of gauntlet I'm referring to is an experience or a challenge that will pull the truth out of people so you will know exactly what type of person you're dealing with. Some people will say there are a lot of people who can put on a pretty good act. And this is true. But use this formula and it will put you in a high percentage that will be more in your favor. So let's get into it. When you first meet someone, what are some of the questions you may ask them? The questions you ask them are very important. Now, I'm not talking about the basic stuff like what's your name and what's your sign. Not that nonsense. I'm talking about real important questions. What will this do? It will expose the truth. Now, you don't have to ask these exact questions. It's not about the details and the questions. But what it is about is the type of questions. I'm talking about the type of questions that will hold the person that you're engaging with to a high level of accountability. My first question, uh, are you currently seeing or involved with anyone? Now, one or two things are gonna happen. They're either going to answer the question slow or my favorite that I hear a lot of people say, the person says, oh, it's complicated. If you hear someone say, oh, it's complicated, that pretty much means they're involved with someone. So be very aware of that. And then one of my next questions would be, were you raised in a one or two parent household? And that's already a sticky question, but then when I add the element of, were you raised in a one or two parent heterosexual household? Now I'm not gonna get all into that. I know a lot of people are gonna get bent out of shape in regards to that question. It's pretty much going to be determined whatever your preference is. And the next question, which connects to that last question, is how was your relationship with your parents? Because a lot of us, me included, we carry around a lot of baggage. <laughs> the things we dealt with when in regards to our parents. And that's also going to show when you're engaging into uh, a relationship. And then another question I'll ask is, how was your childhood growing up? 
and that's the relationship you have with your parents and also how was your childhood some people have dealt with a lot of happy times been spoiled there are also some people who have dealt with abuse been molested this may be something that will make the person become isolated and not want to talk about these certain things or maybe some things they might want to open up with you about and you may find some things that you guys have in common but either way it's the importance of building up a dialogue because as you know the more a person talks the more you'll be able to find out about them and some people are interested in you know what level of education you were able to obtain and this question is kind of like eh because I've seen this happen a lot some people will you know they're, they're so quick to tell you about their masters and their PhDs <laughs> and and it's like they can't wait to get to that point to tell somebody about that so they can put themselves on a pedestal and then they will start to look down at the person if uh, you know that person is not on the same level or you know they feel they're not on the same level as them in regards to education no it's supposed to be a situation where you can guys can open up a dialogue about it you may have someone who wants to get back into going back to school. Hell, you may run into somebody who doesn't even have their high school diploma. Does it make them beneath you because of that? No. And one of my favorite questions, what has been your past experience in regards to relationships oh some people they <laughs> they get to that point they, they want to spill their guts on that one <laughs> and just like a lot of these other questions it's, it's a trigger question you know because a lot of us have been through like so many different experiences in regards to relationships so that's a question that's going to build up a lot of dialogue and then again know it may make a person be real reserved now that's just the, that's just the first phase of the gauntlet and if you have someone that you're engaging with and they're still standing there talking to you after all of that <laughs> you may have a good situation going on there but like I said it's either going to have them interested or if you're holding them to a high level of accountability and they're lying oh they're going to head for the hills you best believe it but if they've made it up to this point now you can move on to the next phase now you have a situation where you may be able to go through the questions on the initial contact or and then sometimes you know 
some people are in a hurry. You may catch them during their lunch break or they may be in the middle of being on a mission, going somewhere. So you may not be able to ask them all these questions or engage with them at that, at that time. So you may have to do the questioning on the first date. But it's a good thing because either way, this is a good way to build dialogue. But if they make it to the next phase, which is the first date, let me talk to the men for a second. Men, te- men tend to use their material items to lure women towards them for all the wrong reasons. So men get in the habit of approaching women without things that can distract her from getting to know you for who you really are. Dave Chappelle made a funny joke. He said, men buy nice cars because they know women like nice cars, right? (laughs) And he said, if he could fuck a woman in a cardboard box, he wouldn't need a house. (laughs) And it's so true what he's saying, because we know that women like comfort and nice things. And we tend to throw that out in the forefront, thinking that's going to establish ourselves in building a connection with the women. No, it's it's not. I think it's very important to put yourself in a position where you're taking all the materialistic, superficial things off the table. Now, for example, uh, if you happen to uh, be engaging with someone who, say the female doesn't have a car. So, and you have to maybe go pick her up. Or you might want to put yourself in a position where wherever she's meeting you at, you know, she can get there on foot. You don't want to put so much energy into presenting things like material items up front. Like, for example, if you want to meet with her, you know, maybe meet her, take her out to lunch somewhere during her lunch break so she can meet you on foot. Or you may have a situation where she may ask you to pick her up at her house. Now, if you're in a situation where you have no choice, where, you know, you, you have to show her what kind of vehicle you're driving in, that, that's okay. But even in that, park around the corner and walk around to her house. Right? Don't make it so obvious that you're trying to throw certain things in her face and it's really distracting her and taking the focus off of you now our women 
Women use their sex appeal and make themselves attractive, which causes men to approach them in a more spontaneous matter. So ladies, when you're out on that first date, tone it down in regards to your dress code. So when engaging with the man, he will focus more on your mind rather than your body. You see some women, they, they put you through that test, man. <laughs> They'll go out on that first date with you, right? And wear that low cut shirt. You know what I mean? That low cut blouse. And that cleavage is just screaming at you. <laughs> and it's important that you make sure that you keep eye to eye contact with her at all times and you have the opportunity to still look at her beautiful skin and her beautiful lips and me myself I, I love looking into a woman's eyes it's very seductive But it's just most important for the both of you to put more of your focus in really getting to know each other and not get so caught up in this materialistic, superficial environment that's around you. Well, that's the first phase of the relationship gauntlet we'll be bringing part two to you real soon we're going to get more in depth <laughs> in regards to uh getting more into this gauntlet you want to build for yourself just remember you want that relationship gauntlet in place so that you can hold that person to a high level of accountability and cut out all the bullshit. This is the D Win Legacy Podcast. Take care and be safe. Peace. contact me or send in a request for a particular topic you want to hear on our episodes, you can reach me at dsoulspro at gmail.com. That's dsoulspro at gmail.com.
Okay, that wraps up this episode of the D-Win Legacy Podcast, and I want to thank everyone who has taken the time to listen in. You are much appreciated. Now, in regards to this episode, this topic I'm talking about in regards to this relationship gauntlet, we're going to be faced with so many different challenges in the near future. So the last thing we want to do is be in constant conflict with each other. So we have to work harder so that we can put ourselves in a better position so that we understand the mission and build a strong future, not only for ourselves, but for our families and the generations coming up after us. Until next week, take care and be safe.